0: Light Breakfast with Asha and Nan. Brought to you by Maybank.
1: Today on Second Chances, we're speaking with Leong Hapchoy, Director of Community Development at Malaysian Care. He's a former gangster and he's been in jail for stealing and taking
0: drugs. Hapchoy, no one ever makes the conscious decision to get into the life of crime, to do bad, or to get out. It's always some kind of organic process that happens there or a first small step that gets you on your way on both ends of the spectrum. So maybe we could start at the end of spectrum of how you got into, I suppose, the the world of of, of bad. Is that a a bad thing to call it?
1: I think it's a lot about following others and your peers, friends, your so-called friends We thought you can be buddy and all that, you know. For me it's because mainly following others. To go into gang, you know, and feeling it wow, well that time, you know. Cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Having a lot of you know, gang members doing things together, you know. is something we feel cool at that time. Yeah.
0: Was there any part of your life before that that caused you to feel like you didn't belong and so this felt really good to belong?
1: Yeah, because I guess you know, my my parents at that time busy. You know, they are trying to make uh and and needs like right? so most of the time I'm alone. I'm just searching and seeking for acceptance, you know, belongings and uh, and something that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that is part of the reason to go into the group that take me in and, you know, do things together, like, you know, genuinely want to be friend with me. Gave you a
0: family, a sense of family, I suppose. More than
1: that, I think, is a sense of a place that I can belong to.
0: Was there ever a point that you suddenly thought, I'm in too deep?
1: At one point, especially when life are not very uh, smooth. You know, I was also uh, engaged with uh, habits of using drugs. So at one point that I think there's no more hope in my life Then I would, I do say to myself, I cannot go on like this and it's too much, you know. I I do not want to be like that, you know, anymore. But I couldn't, you know, couldn't come up from it.
0: At that sort of point of time, obviously you there was the drugs which obviously wasn't helping there was this very huge low that you were going for what was happening in terms of gang life though i mean was it also very violent and chaotic at the same time
1: uh no maybe i backtrack a little bit during really in the gang um, i don't really go into hard drugs so-called hard drugs like heroin so and all that but more on like marijuana most of the drugs but you know as as the other drug user can testify this you know once we so much love doing drugs like from the softer drugs you know the hard drugs like heroin just now I said will be knocking at our doorstep already so that happened to me when I was introduced to heroin and that's it you know I went all the way, and I was hooked badly to it. And the life with gang uh, slowly, uh, I would say, slowly uh, taking me away from the gang, you know, born to a few members that are into this. And we have, we just click with the smaller members who are desperate for drugs. Yeah, And we do so, uh, all sorts of things, uh, you know, to get, the fix. Uh, you can name it. But in the drugs, uh, in the gang at that time, violence is bound to happen. Uh, especially, I remember we had uh, a gang fight. I almost killed a person with a curved knife. But, thank God, it doesn't really happen that way. I'm just wondering if I really killed a person that day. I don't think my life can have any U turn and things. Wow. You know? Yeah, because I either end up being killed or sent into prison for life. And and I would not see any other other ways if I kill a person that time.
0: Let's talk about your U-turn. As we kind of talked about the beginning, the descent into the bad world uh, is done by little steps. How about the stairway up to the good place, the better place? Um, how did that begin for you?
1: I have made a wrong choice in life. But uh, in the prison, I did think about, wanted, wanted to change and all that. And after the prison sentence over, I was released. I mean I stepped out from the prison, the desire to change getting lesser. <laughs> the wheel of change, you know, pushing me back to you know the things that I used to do. You know, I know I'm no best to do. Right. Right? So, so I did the same mistake again. You know, going into drugs, uh, start pushing drugs and all that. I was caught again and sent to prison the second time. Second time, same thing. I don't want to do drug anymore after this and all these uh, ideas in my brain. Uh, but the second time into prison is something I would say starting to be different for me because I was so badly affected by uh, my behavior with drugs. You know, I have lost a lot of uh, my brain capacity. I would say I was. I was actually not aware uh, that I was in the prison cell for many months.
0: Okay. Yes. Like sort of an amnesia for or just...
1: Uh, it's like, you know, when you take ice too long, you don't sleep well, you know, and your brain's so tired, uh-huh. it just shut down. Right. You know? and, uh, and you see people on the street, sometimes they behave very funny. That's me. So in prison, I I was like that. Until a certain point, two months before I was released, I got my senses back. I start to realize that I'm in prison and my my prison sales member told me, oh, oh, now you're speaking, you know, and all these things. And then, you know, my old self come back. We have a gang, I mean, physical fight in the prison. And I was badly injured. What happened? And, yeah, because in the fight, when you are fighting in a group, the warden will come in and lock you up in the dark room and then uh, they would try to disable you, you know, and you, you just got injured in that process. Then uh, when I was released, I'm not fully recovered yet, you know.
0: On Second Chances, we're listening to the inspiring stories of people who've had a second chance in life. Today, we're talking with Leong Hap Choi, who's Director of Community Development at Malaysian Care. His former life was being a gangster, being jailed for using and selling drugs, and he's doing something completely different now, caring for his community.
1: So, Hap Choi, you're out of prison for the second time. You're recovering from a broken leg, and then you're sent to hospital for a few months because of of a heart infection from, from the years of drug abuse. Now, how did this become your turn towards your, your second chance in life? They sent me to a ward, a, a HIV ward, actually, where I did not know, you know, at that time. I was sent there uh, in Sungai Bulo. I see all of them bedridden kind of, uh, you know, condition. Mm-hmm. Only me quite fit, la. <laughs> although... With a terrible heart
0: and the, the broken yeah. leg. Yeah, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, so... Others is not even better than me, you know. There I started to see, you know, myself worse again because I can't I can help others who are really worse in their condition. You know?
0: Can you expand on that? I mean, obviously this was you making very different choices in life.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's the beginning.
0: How did it feel to be helping those people, though?
1: Yeah, I think my... Soul get fed with happiness, joy. And I I feel that, you know, it given me the value back, the value of my life that I lost it so long ago.
0: And so two months was up. You left hospital. Did you go back to that care home? And ha- tell us how you ramped up this U-turn of yours.
1: I don't really stray away from the ward, go back to the the home i have to go through the surgery at the end right so open heart surgery wow okay then went back to the home you know to just rest it gave me ample time to think and i have a good counselors then you know process through with me and i see a weight in that youth i know that i already make a youth
0: ah yes okay yeah and U-turn was made and now it was just a different path happened yeah yeah
1: because i didn't aware then when i was being processed by the counselors you know i realized i'm already in the in the pathway of the U-turn. i just need to know what next from there so i i realized you know that there's a lot is about a lot are about the the mind and the heart, how you perceive things is important. So I I begin to study that. I begin to practice to do good. Let me ask
0: you then, as Director of Community Development of Malaysian Care, what's it like for you now to be working with people who are going through the same situation you did?
1: One thing is, uh, in Malaysian care, I don't really only uh, doing things for people like like me, you know, uh, but uh, also for others uh, who are marginalised and needy. For instance, uh, orang asli, people with special needs. Yeah, I think you can can uh, go into our website, you know, www.malaysiancare.org, you can see what this uh, care is doing. Or the marginalised, <clears throat> but for me, when I I have this longing, you know, to go back to the prison, uh, especially the prison that I went in, you know, and to tell the the people there or the, the inmates, you know, that is always if we look hard enough, you know, there's always second chance. There's always there. The second chance is always there.
0: And what does the idea of a second chance mean to you then?
1: I think the the idea of second chance is about, you know, having the opportunity to do the right things and then do it right for the first time. So there is but what I, I think, you know. Second chance is given to you. It's not just to be taken lightly. Like maybe I'm not aware. Many times I got a second chance, maybe I'm not aware. When I'm aware there's a second chance, I don't take it lightly.
0: But I think that's the point, is it? Maybe many come, but it's about grabbing it. That's what counts. Hup Choi, it's been such a privilege having this conversation with you. Thank you so much. You can listen to this episode again of Second Chances on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app.